Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This podcast is produced on Anchor, where you can record, edit, and publish all from your smartphone. You can find the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast platforms. Stepping to the batter's box. Welcome, fans of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You are joining us for our series called Semi-Pro Sundays, because from what I've been reading online and following those great Twitter feeds of some of those teams, it seems like a lot of the teams play their games on Sunday. Today, for our season preview, we are going to be joined by J.J. Conley, who is the manager of the Placid Pirates. And it's pretty interesting right now. I'm seeing JJ through Zoom, and he has all of the semi-pro jerseys hanging up behind him. I believe I'm counting four Placid jerseys, an old-school Farley jersey, an Epworth jersey, a Pleasant Grove. I think that might be a Luxembourg. So we're in for a treat here. We have... J.J. Conley, who just seems to be a fan of baseball and a fan of the semi-pro game. J.J., welcome to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. uh, You know, I just want to thank you, first of all, for for, inviting me on to discuss our team, uh, first of all, and and hopefully I can share a little bit with you of the greatness that is the Grove. Um, You know, adult baseball around this area, uh, it's you know, this, this form of the league has been around for a long, long time. And um, um, it's just great to see that now in the new age with social media that, uh, that we're getting the interest of, of, you know, social media to take it on. Because, uh, you know, when I was growing up, they were full. The ball diamonds were full every tournament. And you just don't see that that much anymore. And, yeah, those jerseys uh, – a uh, few people that know me, they'll, they'll they give me a hard time, but I've I've put on jerseys for a few different teams across the league. But it is it's just more just a joy to play. So I've I've kept every every one of my jerseys that that I've had. So. Now, are those always hanging up in your home, or did you just put them up for the interview? Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, um, it uh, uh, my my number's thirty three. And uh, it's, it's always been since I can remember. Are you and, a Jose uh, Canseco fan? I, I am not. Okay, I was <laughs> I, al- I was always thirty three because I grew up a huge Jose Canseco fan. Well, it's it's it's, it's really interesting because I to this day I don't even remember how I, I decided on thirty three. I really think it had something to do with I love Babe Ruth growing up because of uh, of the history, and I was JJ, and I decided double three. Mm-hmm was was better for some reason or whatever but um yeah i I, my 33rd birthday i just had an idea to have a picture of me and my son with all my jerseys turned around i put it up on the wall and my wife called me crazy and then i was like you know what i kind of like those it's up in the basement and so i decided to keep them up so instead of tucked away in a in a dresser or closet 
Very cool. And I would like to thank uh, Neil Lang, former player of mine yeah. from Wallert Catholic High School, reached out to me to actually give me your information to set this semi-pro preview up for the Placid Pirates. Tell us a little history about the Placid Pirates. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll try to keep it brief because there's a lot of it. I mean, um, uh, we, uh, really dug into the history over the last few years, probably talk about it later, but um, we have a day of honor every year where we try to honor some individuals that have played or supported the program. And uh, when we were digging into it with a lot of help from uh, like Lee, Lee Simon from, from Cascade, but we found out that the diamond that we play on right now, the first game was in August of 1895. And it's the exact same diamond that we play on today. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people that maybe don't know a lot about Placid, but, you know, they might drive by and, you know, they might joke around about the look of the diamond and it's a past year and, and all this and that. And I get it. I've, I've played on some real nice diamonds. I've played on some that, you know, aren't so nice. But um, there's there's really nobody around that has the history that we have down there. Um, you know, they, they had some real, real good teams uh, early on. Um, they were, it was known as Pleasant Grove. Um, uh, it was always, uh, placid north of the road and Pleasant Grove south of the road and et cetera. But, um, in the, in the seventies, early seventies, they uh, changed it to placid. And ironically, it was, it was because, uh, the cost of the jerseys, they had to get new jerseys and it was a lot, it was uh, cheaper to put placid on the, on the Jersey than, uh, in Pleasant Grove because the church was placid and that's why. So, um, you know, it's it's a small community. It's a farming community. Um, you know, it doesn't have the big city. It's it's a church and two baseball fields and a couple of houses. That's really what it is. And um, so, uh, unfortunately, yeah, we had a lot of great players in in history and a lot of a lot of teams around the area. Um, their their best players, you know, their ancestors they they stem from Placid, the Simons, Callahan's, Tills, you know on down the road. And, uh, um, that's, what's kind of interesting about it that nobody realizes, but you know, unfortunately at this point in time, we just, um, you know, we don't have the, the big, nice ballpark. We don't have, have, uh, you know, those other ways where, where really we can get a lot of those, um, excellent players to play for us. And, and, uh, you know, it, it's hard to get, um, you know, a, a lot of players from, from a small area, but, uh, we keep doing it every single year. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. When I started in this league almost 20 years ago, there was, uh, um, Oh, I think probably 17, 18 teams in the league. And this year we're down to just 12 in the Prairie league anyway. And, uh, uh, you know, we are definitely the smallest and it says a lot just to be able to keep it going. That's really what it's all about. Keeping it going and keeping, keeping baseball in the area. So, now, Coach, do you want to tell us about some of the players on your roster that we'll be seeing suit up for Placid this year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, we're definitely a young team. Um, you know, we've only had a few guys that have been around, around for a long time. And, and I truly feel, you know, if you, if you can't get the aid of college players, you know, experience is, is more important in this league than talent in a lot of cases. And uh, some we just don't have a lot of it yet, but you know, we're trying to get there. Um, you know, some of the guys that re- did really well for us last year, John Gadent, 
uh, Sam Neiman, Tanner Donahue, uh, Nick Elsinger, Connor Burke, Brady Hoyer, uh, Matt Schemmel. Those are all, all guys that have done really well for us. Um, also, a few guys that um, they've been around for a long time, uh, these next few, and they've done um, a lot on and off the field. And that's uh, Neil Lang. You know, you had mentioned uh, mentioned him. I think Leo, uh, Neil's been around Placid for 12, 13 years or, or something like that. Um, Kevin Tucker, Noah Mauser, and, and Cal Vise. Those are all guys that have done a lot for the program. And every year we count on them for something. I mean, you know, on the field, off the field, whatever. And we appreciate everything they do. So. Uh, Brady Hoyer, I believe he played at Hempstead when I was a coach there. Does Neil Lang still uh, pitch, and does he represent that good knuckleball he used to throw back in high school? <laughs> uh, I've seen it a couple of times, but I, uh, it's a lot more of that curveball anymore. But, yeah, yeah he does. He, he, he definitely still still pitches. Um, the one thing with Neil is, um, you know, I played against him a lot, but you know, now with managing a little bit more placid uh, – He's a guy that you can absolutely count on. You know what you're going to get when you go out there. He's going to throw strikes. He's going to keep you in the game. You play defense behind him, you got a shot. And uh, uh, that, that says a lot in this league, too. And, and I appreciate a lot, a lot that he does to help the team. Strikes are uh, few and far between in this league sometimes. So it, it sure helps. Now, who are some of the guys that played last year that that decided to hang it up that we won't be seeing playing this year for Placid? Yeah, unfortunately, we have uh, uh, we lost a lot from last year. Um, um, about ten guys, to be honest with you. Overall, uh, a few um, found uh, different teams that maybe are better fit for them, closer to home. Uh, some of them have gotten internships. You know, they're at that age where they're moving away or just their schedules are getting too busy. So they decided to step away at this time. Uh, one person that, that do want to mention that we're going to be missing this year. And I hope it's just for this year is Jake Raker. Um, he's actually going to be deployed here in a week or two. And um, so uh, first of all, I want to wish him the best and thank him for everything that he does for us. But he was a guy that I think he played every single position except first base last year. Um, you know, somebody's missing. He's that guy that we can count on and uh, usually batted second in our lineup or or, or lead off in our lineup. And uh, so, again, wish him the best, but uh, we'll have to find find some people to to fill in that, that hole. I'd like to wish him well in his service and also thank him for his service as well. Now, you lost some guys. You have to replace them with some people. Who are some of the newcomers you have joining Placid that you think will make a big splash this year? Yeah, Nick, I'm, I'm really excited about our new players. Um, uh, uh, we, we did really well, I think, with bringing in some, some guys to fill those holes. Um, first of all, uh, the first three guys, are uh, they played for Western Dubuque last year. Um, and, uh, so they just finished up the first year of college, uh, Damon Yeager, uh, Matt Myers and Jeff Tyson. Um, uh, all three of them are going to find real good, uh, places in our, in our lineup or defense or pitching or, or wherever. I think they're going to, they're going to fill in some holes and it's some athletic young kids. That's for sure. That are really going to help. Um, uh, another one is Jake Schemmel, a, a new player of ours. Um, he hasn't been around baseball for a while. I think six, seven, eight years or so. It's, it's been a while since he's played. Um, 
public playing softball and some other recreational sports. But, um, you know, a few times that I've met him and, and hung out with him, he's, he's eager. He's, he's really ready for the challenge and I'm excited to see what, what he can provide for us. And, uh, the last one is Ashton Meyer. Uh, Ashton Meyer played in uh, the Babe Ruth team down at Placid last year. And he, uh, um, you know, he did really, really well for them, led off, played center field. Um, so he's got a lot of speed, athleticism, not a lot of baseball experience yet, but uh, hopefully he's, he's able to grow and can help us out. So really excited about all of them. I can tell you uh, I had Jeff Tyson and Damon Yeager on my freshman baseball yeah. team at Western Dubuque and Damon Yeager hit a home run at West Delaware as a freshman. I'm not even sure if it's landed yet. He led off for us, played shortstop. Jeff Tyson hit third for us and, and played second base. And then Matty Myers, he was actually on the other freshman team, but he had a solid career at Western Dubuque yeah. as well. Now, last year, your team had four wins and 20 losses. I'm, I'm new to the semi-pro game here. So yeah. help me out traditionally with Placid. Are you guys normally toward the bottom of the standings, middle of the pack, or or one of those elite teams? Traditionally, how, how does it go from year to year? Yeah, yeah. Last year, I mean, I, I can sum it up. Last year, we competed. Um, you know, traditionally, the last two or three decades – um, you know, a little bit more towards the bottom. Classic probably gets about four, four to eight uh, wins a year. Um, you know, but last year, uh, again, we competed uh, in, in the tournaments we played in. We were we were in those games. You know, we weren't getting blown out all the time, and we were playing against the teams that that uh, won the tournament or were in the championship. So you know, we were we were playing against the best, and um, you know that's definitely a step in the right direction. And uh, my goal when I moved back. Uh, to Placid uh, to, to kind of help out and, and see what we can do was, you know, hopefully be competitive, first of all. And, you know, yeah, I'd love to win a lot more games. And, you know, I hope we do. But um, uh, I really want to bring the fans back. Uh, you know, it's farming community. Every, everybody loved watching Placid and Pleasant Grove baseball when, uh, you know, they were thriving and, and winning the Cascade tournament, and et cetera. And, and um uh, and now just lives have gotten busy and maybe it's not as fun to watch. So the more and more we compete and, uh, you know, hopefully snag a couple more wins here and there. Um, I think we're going to be able to bring them back and, uh, and be able to support us again. And, and I'm excited for that. And I think we can do that. And now then we'll you, just have fun. Now do you just still, <laughs> do you still suit it up for plat or for Placid or not? Yeah, I'm still doing that. Uh, um, I don't know when I'm going to give it up, but, uh, um, you know, I've kind of, uh, slowed down a little bit, you know, I'll, I'll step out of some games here and there, but, um, um, I just, I've been around for a long time and a lot of experience and I just, I, I feel like when I'm on the field with those guys that can really help them, uh, you know, better understand where they need to be and, 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 and what we can do. And, and like I said, you know, talk about the juries and all that played for a lot of different teams. I know a lot of the players in this league. Um, and I think that's one advantage that I, I can provide for them. So um, as of right now, I'm, I'm still on the field here and there, and I don't know. We'll see how much longer. <laughs> now, uh, I know there's the Eastern oh, – what, 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 I know there's the Prairie League and the Hawkeye League, correct? Yeah, yeah. So there's the Eastern Iowa Hawkeye League, and then there's the uh, Prairie League. So we're in the Prairie League. 
Um, Prairie League really, um, it had a couple, it's actually had two stints. Um, it was, I can't remember how many years, maybe about nine years it ran before the uh, Second World War. And then um, it started up afterwards, and it's about on its 75th or 74th season since. So it's been around a long, long time. Um, you know, Eastern Iowa League, uh, maybe not as much, but the Prairie League is, is mostly played on Sundays, Sunday afternoons. And the Eastern Iowa League is um, uh, played on more nights. And um, that's actually where I, when I was a little bit younger, um, I would play for a team on the Prairie League, my main team, and then I would uh, – also suit up for, for a team like Key West or Worthington or somebody in the uh, in the other league to, to get some extra games in. So. Now, how do you think you guys will perform in the league this year? Uh, I I think we're going to be uh, I think we're going to compete again. I mean, it's just possibly that simple. Um, I uh, I think that you know, I have a lot of. A lot of excitement for new players that we have and, and everybody that we're returning. I think it's just going to see, you know, how well we can, you know, we can perform together. Um, you know, the, the top teams in the league, they usually always have a few things in common, you know, outside of, you know, maybe college players, um, you know, that are, well, usually playing all spring this year, a little bit different, but um, they're, they're going to have consistent lineup. Um, they're they're going to have the experience and then – they're going to have pitching and they're going to have a solid two or three arms. And, um, you know, we lost a couple, a couple pitchers last year. I, uh, I threw a lot more than I had planned on last year. And hopefully we can find those innings in in some of the new players, uh, uh, and, uh, and see where we go from there. But I, I think we'll compete. And, and if we can get a consistent lineup and find those innings, uh, in a couple other people, um, we sh- we should be able to uh, to compete for the middle of the pack in the Prairie League. I don't see why we can't. Now, who are some of the top teams and players in the Prairie League? Yeah, I would say that um, I you know Bellevue, Farley, Piasta, um, Bernard usually up to the top. Uh, so the Dubuque Buds they were just in the Eastern Iowa Hockey League last year, and now they are joining both leagues. So them and Farley are going to be in both leagues. Uh, so I think they'll compete for the top. Um, you know, there, there's always a few other teams that that uh, you know might jump up there uh, every other year, but those are the main ones that are at the top. And they have all those similar characteristics that I talked about: solid, solid two or three pitchers, consistent lineups, you know, week in and week out, and you know they have the experience. So I think those will be the ones that um, that'll compete. Uh, players. <laughs> top players in the league. I could go on all night, probably, you know, saying that, and then I'd leave someone out and I don't want to do that. But I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I've, I've played on a lot of these teams. I've, I've played against them for, for 19 years. And, um, uh, there, there are so many solid players and, you know, right now, maybe about 80 or maybe even 90% of them are younger than me now, but, um, there's so much young talent that, that um, is exciting for the league. And then there are still plenty of guys my age and, and even way older that uh, compete in and out every single day. And, and I mean, like I said, I, the list could go on and on and, and who's going to be the top players. That's for sure. One thing that I find interesting about semi-pro is my friends who played in the semi-pro league, you might know uh, sometimes co-host Tyler Sogling. 
and they move away and they talk about how the baseball to where they move to isn't anything close to what the Dubuque semi-pro leagues are like. I know Tyler had shared he moved out to Arizona and the league out there was, was kind of a joke. The competition wasn't even close to what he was experiencing around the Dubuque area. Now, does Placid, do you guys have a rival or some rivals that you get up for those certain games or, um, players that you play against that you might have a rivalry against any of those that happen in the Platteville team I'm yeah, sorry really quick Placid Tyler. Team. why do I keep saying Platteville Placid team my fault uh really quick on Tyler and then uh uh Tyler actually he came back last year for I think he was back for a few days and went and played in the Worthington tournament and I actually went down to watch him and um uh, pitch for for ball town and he won so I don't think he had thrown in a while either I've played enough games for Ball Town in, in some tournaments here and there too. So I played with Tyler, oh maybe three or four games, and and he played with us when I was with Upworth a little bit too. So uh, uh, anyway, but uh, rivals, uh, uh, you know, every team we play, I guess, <laughs> you know, uh, we we really don't. I mean, Placid really does. I mean, historically there were a lot of rivals. Um, you know, way back in the day, you know, Cascade Farley. Um, you know, some teams that maybe aren't in the league anymore, but, um, recently we haven't really had too many rivals and I mean, we have a lot of local guys, but you know, there might be from Farley or Epworth or Holy Cross or Piasta or wherever. So rival to me or our team, you know, they might think differently. So, um, I guess for right now, we're just, uh, try to whoever's on the other side of the in the other dugout, we'll uh, we'll make them our rival every week. I guess <laughs> that's a that's a great story about uh, Coach Soigling because I think the only throwing he does now is when he throws BP uh, for where he's coaching yeah. at. Now, does Placid have a tournament that you want to promote at all? Yeah, we do have a tournament uh, every year. Uh, almost almost going on twenty years here. It's pretty close. Uh, if it if not twenty already, but. Um, uh, it's just a four-team tournament we do. Um, it'll be August 22nd and the 23rd. Uh, really, it's it's in between Piazza's tournament and uh, and Bernard's. Uh, we just try to squeeze it in there. It's really just to get a couple extra games. Um, we have Rickardsville in that tournament. that They've been in it for years. Um, uh, we added uh, Worthington last year, so they're going to be back this year to play. And uh, Bernard's going to join the tournament this year also. And it's uh, so we have two Eastern Iowa Hawkeye League teams in the tournament, and then two uh, Prairie League teams. So you might not get to see them in tournaments. So it's another chance to to play uh, play them. So we try to alternate it. So so you get to play somebody you haven't played. Um, uh, the other event that I want to make sure I mention is Day of Honor that I, I think I mentioned earlier um, uh, a, a few years ago. So Don Schweniger, who who is running the team for. Uh, um, or bef- before I came back and, and, you know, he's still around, he's still running the, the Babe Ruth team and, uh, doing a lot of the work at the diamond yet. Um, you know, he had an idea many years ago about getting people back to the diamond and sharing the history and, and, um, uh, the, the diamond is, is family owned, you know, it's not like a public park or the diamond is private land. It's not on public, uh, uh, property or anything. So it's been owned by one family for, for many, many years. And, and um, so we want to we want to honor them, but then we want to honor all the, the players that have played for so many 
so many years. Uh, uh, you know, played a long time ago and, and did well. So we came up with this this day of honor. And what we do is we have a wall of honor, and we actually uh, honor them with uh, their name on the wall and you know what position or what they did for Placid. And uh, then we uh, we share their story. We go interview them. We get their story. Um, and, and then we present them with a plaque. Uh, uh, the Dubuque County Hall of Fame does that every year. And, you know, it's similar to that. So it, it's just for just for Placid itself. Um, the, this year uh, we are honoring um, the names of uh, Lloyd Kennedy, Greg Block, Bill Hollenbeck, uh, Baldy McDermott, Kern Shorty McDermott. Uh, and then we're also going to add uh, another category this year, loyal supporters, just uh, anybody that has done, you know, above and beyond to keep the diamond running and, and keeping it around and just working for free, basically. I mean, is what it comes down to. I mean, volunteering out know, their, their hours and that's Bob Brown and Chad Demmer. So um, that, that was supposed to be May 16th. We did move it back. It is going to be June 21st. Um, it's Father's Day and, uh, and it, it's a full day. We have we have a Babe Ruth game. We have an A-ball game. Uh, we play Upworth. Uh, they love coming down and and uh, having some fun with us. We love having them down there. And Cascade comes up and plays uh, Monticello in a Eastern Iowa League um, a league game. So that's always nice. And and usually we do an old timers game, but this year we had to cut it out with uh, with uh, moving it back. But and then uh, Mark Zelaznik actually plays music then at night. Mm-hmm. So. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and we've done it. This will be the third year, so excited for that. So, June twenty first, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we could uh, run with it. Yeah, let's see if uh, if everything clears up. Maybe I'll have to yeah. make it out. It sounds like uh, it's a great day. Now, personally, for you, besides the um, Placid tournament, what is your favorite tournament to play in? And maybe just a quick memory from that tournament. Oh, geez. Um... I mean, Worthington is my favorite tournament. Always has been. Um, but uh, uh, Cascade. I mean, Cascade's been around the longest, and I, I grew up going to that tournament. I mean, I grew up going to Worthington, also. And uh, 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 I've had some good memories in tournaments. I've I've gotten lucky in a lot of uh, tournaments. To uh, a lot when I was playing with Upworth, where. Um, having some big championship games, but, uh, um, I would say probably one of the, uh, the uh, best memories in the tournament would, would be the casting. And, uh, Oh Jesus, probably 2012, 2013. We, uh, we knocked out cascade in semifinals, uh, to go on to the championship. And, uh, um, I, uh, I got to come in and relieve our, uh, pitcher that was probably throwing, 25 miles an hour harder than I was. Um, but I faced, faced 10 guys and, uh, about every single one of them popped up. So, and, uh, I know a lot of those guys have played against them for a lot of years. So that, that was, that was fun. And that was a great memory. And, and, uh, um, yeah, it, it, that was, that was great. Unfortunately, championship didn't go as well, but <laughs> It's always a great thing, even from little league to high school to semi-pro. It's almost like a notch in your belt when you can beat Cascade because they always oh, have absolutely. great players and great teams and have such a, a great tradition. Now, 
JJ, the manager of the Placid Pirates, before we get out of here, do you want to provide the listeners with a way to find you guys on social media, thank any of your sponsors, or mention anything that you would like to mention before we end this podcast? Yeah, so uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Placid Baseball, and then uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Placid Pirates. Um, sponsors, uh, we have so many, so many companies that help us out. A lot of local companies, um, um, you know, so so many to to, to mention really. Uh, Kennedy Painting, um, Simon Lawn Care, Pizza Factory. Um, Tunnel construction, uh, stack line tree service. Um, you know, I'm probably missing so many right now off the top of my head. Uh, Brothers Market, Silkers, uh, and um, you know, we just we appreciate appreciate everything that they do for us. Uh, a couple of bars, you know, Dirty Ernie's and and Robins and, and Outboard. So, um, but you know, we appreciate everything they do. You know, just providing us with a little bit of money and support and and just being able to keep it, keep it running. I mean, every year that uh, Placid still has a team, I feel is really good for the league because again, being one of the smallest uh, or the smallest community, um, it says a lot that we can keep a team going. And, and um, I, w- I would love to have 18 teams in the Prairie League again. It, it'd be great Just to have teams like Springbrook and Loudon and, you know, Keeler had a team. And, and when I first started in the league, Miles had a team and Coconut had a team for years it's too bad that it just um, it really isn't what it used to be. I mean, again, I go to tournaments. I remember going to the Worthington tournament with my dad growing up, taking there all the time. And I mean, you could not find a seat if you did not get there an hour early. And um, I, I really appreciate it. again. Just want to say again, Nick, thanks for thanks for doing this. And and um, I think it is great. You know, high schools followed really well around here. You know. Papers do a great job. Uh, you know, TH does a great job with the Prairie League. They always have. Um, uh, but, you know, everything is kind of going towards social media, and I and I get that. And I think, uh, um, you know, semi-pro league is just kind of, you know, falling behind a little bit and I'm keeping, and keeping that alive. And, uh, you know, our, our president, Frank Dardis of, of the Prairie League, we appreciate everything that he's done. You know, he's been president for probably 30 years. I don't know exactly how long, but um, – um, you know, appreciate everything he's done and, and he's really helped out us and every single team. And, and, you know, like he's, he said before, you know, he, he definitely will do anything to make sure that the prayer league goes on every single year. And, and um, you know, fathers follow, follow those, those local teams and find out when their schedules are and, and get your sons to them. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you're going to the high school games and local college games. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But, don't forget about those semi-pro games because those those local heroes and and uh, and you know the guys that did play high school and and you know stuck around and are playing or maybe they went off to college and came back. There's plenty of them too. And uh, it, it all starts with a you know a little dream when you're young and and, uh, and keeping that alive when you get older just to make sure that things stay around. So that's. Uh, that's, that's all I guess I have to say about the league around here. JJ from Placid, thanks for taking the time to uh, join us, talk about the rich history of Placid, and talk about that day, day of honor, correct? 
Correct. Yep. And day of honor, June twenty first. Good. I was going to ask you to give that date one last time. June twenty first, Placid Day of Honor, a day full of baseball. And I tell you, Placid sure sounds like my town. More baseball fields than businesses. So I might. There have you to, go. <laughs> I might. I might have to move out there and, and get away from get away from this virus and and be all by myself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> JJ Conley and the and the Placid Pirates, I wish you guys the best of luck on the upcoming semi-pro season and 643. We're out of here. Post-game show is brought to you by Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, find us on Spotify, and subscribe.